Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. It's October 10th. Let's see if we've all digitized ourselves yet. When you think about the metaverse, it's hard not to think about the company called Meta and its focus on facilitating the metaverse with things like its VR social network, Horizon Worlds. You'd also think that with all that money and focus going into that app, it'd be one of the best ones out there. But Alex Heath at The Verge says it's got problems. They got their hands on some internal memos and found out Horizon Worlds has a lot of quality issues. But that's not even the most embarrassing part. Not even the team building it uses it much. If you believe the memos, the Metaverse team is in quality lockdown for the rest of the year to fix all the issues. That's right, a lockdown when there's not even a pandemic. Meta's spending billions a year on Horizon Worlds, and for all that money, they expect it to, get this, be good. Fun sentences from the memo include, For an experience to become delightful and retentive, it must first be usable and well-crafted. If we don't love it, how can we expect our users to love it? And we're working on a product that hasn't found product market fit. I need you to fully embrace ambiguity and change. Sounds like a pressure-free environment. Do you collect election memorabilia like I Like Ike campaign buttons and funny hats that say you wanted Ted Kennedy to be president? Well, even if you don't, an NFT firm thinks you do, and they're trying to get approval from the Federal Election Commission to do digital versions of such items. Jesse Hamilton at Coindesk says the company is Data Vault Holdings, and the plan is to sell NFTs to campaigns so they can offer them to supporters as incentive. I thought when you buy a politician, you get to control their votes, but apparently all I can get is a digital bumper sticker. But that's kind of the point. This is something that would be attractive to low-dollar donors, the kind of people that don't get protection for prosecution. It wouldn't just be campaign buttons. It could be position papers and videos and content like that. The FEC had already ruled that the distribution of valueless blockchain tokens is not compensation for volunteer services. But this is something more. Some have already even tried it. Candidate Matt West used cartoon beaver NFTs in his Oregon race. He placed sixth in the primary. You might think you know what NFTs are, but do you? Sure, it's digital art of all kinds made by human creators one by one, but Decrypt's Ben Munster says there's another kind of NFT you might not be fully aware of. Generative art. First thing to know about it, it ain't new. It began in 1965 with German philosopher Max Benz. Second thing to know about it is what it is. Generative art comes out of algorithms programmed by engineer artists to certain parameters. Now that's pretty handy for creating huge NFT collections. It tends to be more accepted by the snooty art community than bored apes, and it makes use of Ethereum's headline feature, Smart Contracts, which are pieces of code that self-execute when certain external conditions are met. That's different from my contract with Verizon, which was not smart. What's fun about generative art is you really don't know what your purchase looks like until it's generated. Anyway, if you're into it, most generative NFTs can be bought on platforms you know, like OpenSea, or some specialize in it, like art blocks and brain drops. Well, I wanted my listener numbers to go up, so I better mention a Kardashian. Kim agreed to pay a $1.26 million fine for promoting a digital token without revealing how much she was paid to promote it. Apparently, you can't do that when you hold the power to control every American's brain. 
She was pushing Ethereum Max, which promises to maximize the power of decentralized finance and comes with lifestyle perks and financial rewards. You might say, gee, Emacs sounds a little sketchy, but she didn't get in trouble for that. The Security and Exchange Commission said she broke the anti-touting provision of securities laws by not revealing her payday. Obviously, they view Emacs as a security. If you're curious, she was paid a quarter million dollars for one Instagram post. As part of the settlement, Kim didn't have to admit to any wrongdoing, and she promised not to promote any crypto for three years. Gosh, I hope she can find other companies that will want her to promote their crap. Now on to another big, but not as big, celebrity, Bruce Willis. Now, Bruce isn't as young as he used to be, and health issues have diminished his opportunities to work, but that doesn't mean he can't live forever and keep working forever as a digital version of himself. Pay attention even if you aren't a diehard fan, because the implications for this are huge. He's the first actor to sell the rights to his likeness, a digital twin of himself, to a deepfake company. The company is Deepcake, and they've already tested it in a Russian TV commercial. Bruce said, for me, it's a great opportunity to go back in time. James Earl Jones kind of just did the same thing, signing over the rights to his voice to Lucasfilm so they can make Darth Vader shows till they drop. Among many things, this could mean that one day you might even be playing in a metaverse game with a big-name star as your partner or sidekick. We're going to close it out this week by talking about strippers. Oh, I hear you. Mike, you already talked about Kim Kardashian. But Sonika Nalgirkar of Your Tango tells us women are finding ways to use their talents to make money in the metaverse while remaining dressed and anonymous as 3D avatars. How much money? Up to $100,000 a year. I need to sign up for dance classes. Think of it as only fans on steroids. But with this business model, the attraction is that you never have to show your real self. How do you do it? Well, not to be a metaverse stripper career coach, but you just pick a platform or app, create an avatar, search the metaverse world you're in for virtual places where you might find strippers, so maybe not Cracker Barrel, and you try to get hired. And you can get paid virtually, so you don't have to take all those ones to the bank and be embarrassed. That's all we have for you this week. We want to thank you for doing what we've asked you to do, which is subscribe to the show and spread the word. Keep that up. We'll be back next week. Music